Hi besties, how's everyone doing today? I am exhausted, to be quite frank. It is currently 8am, which really isn't that early, but I have been waking up between 6 and 7 every day for the past 3-4 days, so it's starting to catch up to me. I have been so busy this week, but it has been so much fun. I actually just went to a Spotify event this past Thursday. I had such an amazing time. It was the Sound Up live event hosted by Spotify. The event was for podcasters of color or creators of color, and it was uh, like an invitation kind of thing. I got to go because over the summer I took a class that was a collaboration between USC and Spotify. It was an amazing experience. I got to meet so many great people who are in the podcasting industry and who also work with Spotify. It was great. I was in awe of everything that these people have created. And there was a panel discussion and just listening to these successful podcasters and people in the industry talk about their experiences and how they've overcome any challenges was just amazing. And I feel inspired to continue and I just feel very happy and yeah so that was my week or I guess that was the highlight of my week I should say um today is Saturday so it's game day and I'm so excited I cannot wait we are doing amazing fight on (laughs) um yeah let's just get into today's episode topic I'm gonna be talking about insulin pumps yup (laughs) Okay, so there are two different insulin pump brands that I'm going to be discussing today, and that is Tandem Insulin and Omnipod. I am currently using the Tandem Insulin T-Slim X2 Control IQ pump, and I've been using it for, I want to say, a little over a year now. I've had a great experience. Uh, It's helped me considerably when managing my blood sugars, and I will get into the details of its features and why it has helped me. That being said, I am currently also in the process of switching over to the Omnipod pump. I have been going back and forth between whether or not I should switch my pumps. I decided that I will after speaking with some other people who are currently using Omnipods and they explained to me all the benefits and just how much easier it is, and I guess I just want to give it a shot, you know, see if it works better for me, and if not, then maybe I'll just switch back to Tandem, you know, it's, um, I'm still pretty early into my diagnosis, so really just figuring out what works best for your body is necessary, and so I'm really excited to get started with Omnipod, I'm looking to get started in the next few weeks, I hope, and yeah, so I'll get into the differences, the similarities, the pros and cons, and let's start with Tandem. Tandem is a great brand. I have experienced more great things than bad when using my Tandem insulin pump. It has two different functions. You can either use their basal IQ mode or control IQ. I use control IQ because it's a little bit better, Um, at least for me it has been. Okay, so the Tandem insulin pump works directly with your Dexcom G6. I cannot confirm if it works with any other CGM, but I know it definitely works with my Dexcom. It looks like almost like a mini computer or a pager that you like 
have on your belt or like your pants and it's kind of funny because it's like it's basically a computerized pancreas and then you fill it in with a cartridge of insulin using obviously insulin and syringes and then you use a pump site the pump site gets inserted to whatever area of your body you want or not any but like what works there's a different I've only used my stomach for my pump because I'm really nervous about those things um but with the pump is a cannula which is like a mini tube that gets inserted into your stomach so that insulin can be administered I have been using the AutoSoft 90 Flexible Soft cannula, which I know is just a bunch of words to someone who doesn't use this pump. Um, it's basically like a really tiny tube and it gets inserted with a needle, like a needle pushes it in and then the needle comes out and the cannula stays in. Sometimes that cannula bends and it hurts really badly and then your body doesn't get insulin. I remember the first time that happened to me, my blood sugar skyrocketed i was like 300 nearing 400 and i remember i went to urgent care and they were like um well we really don't know what to help you with because it just could be like did you eat something maybe like it was just like are you kidding me like no like i would tell you y'all if i like ate an entire cake like no i am in pain right now because my blood sugars are nearing 400 and i feel numb and so then I finally go home and I my mom was like, well, do you think maybe it's the pump site? And I was like, um, ugh, I have no clue. I took it off. Sure enough, the cannula was bent. It snapped during insertion, which sometimes happens. And that's the very, I would say that's the worst part about the insulin pump, at least the tandem one. Um, I'll get into the Omnipod difference in that sense. But with the tandem pump, you can't really tell if it if the cannula goes in or not. So you're really playing a guessing game. Like you're waiting a bit of time. And um, I've noticed that like if within an hour of inserting a new pump site, my blood sugars start to go up and don't come back down, then I know that the pump site's not working and I'll switch it. If my blood sugars are fine, then I leave it. Um, I would say that's just my least favorite thing about the pump, the, in the tandem pump. But going back to cannulas, Tandem offers a variety of materials for them, as well as different tubing lengths and insertion angles. I know that there's also like a stainless steel needle, and I'm pretty sure that one just like is directly a needle in your stomach. I was terrified of that idea. I could not do that. So getting into just like a little bit of basics about the pump as well, um, it does hold up to 300 units of fast-acting insulin. With both pumps, you need to use fast-acting insulin. Okay, so like I mentioned previously, there are two different modes. There's the basal IQ and control IQ. Um, I can't recall if they're their own pumps or if you can use the same pump and just like decide whether you want to use basal IQ or control IQ. But I know that mine is definitely control IQ. Okay, the basal IQ mode predicts when users' insulin levels will go low and will automatically shut off basal insulin in order to prevent extreme lows. And sometimes the basal shutoff is not enough, so the low blood sugar still needs to be treated with fast-acting sugar and then long-lasting carbs to kind of stabilize your sugar. For those of you who do not know, basal insulin is slow-acting insulin, so people who are using, like, insulin pumps or are using needle and vial, they have 
a long-lasting insulin, which is referred to as basal insulin. And that means that they insert a significant amount of insulin, whether it's in the morning or at night. I know that when I was using insulin pens, I did it at nighttime. So every night I would insert, I think it was like 20 units of basal insulin. So I would inject that. And then that helps stabilize your sugar throughout the day. The other insulin, which is fast-acting insulin, that one is immediate. It's quicker. It takes, it can take up to two hours to work, but it's a lot faster than 24 hours. And that one is for meals or to correct um, highs. And so, yeah, those, that's the difference, just so you all know. Okay, going back to the tandem pump, let's talk about the control IQ mode. So this is the one I have, right? And it's an advanced hybrid closed loop system that works with high and low glucose levels. So that means that it makes predictions on glucose levels 30 minutes ahead of time. And then based on that, it'll adjust the insulin delivery. I looked up a lot of this information because I don't exactly know the details. <laughs> I can't remember. I mean, it's been a year. Um, but when I looked up on the website, <laughs> it says that it predicts high blood sugar and will automatically send about 60% more insulin based on your basal amount and the amount of insulin that the user needs. There's also two activity settings that the Control IQ has, which I adore. I appreciate it so much. There's a sleep mode and an activity mode. I have never used the sleep mode, but the activity mode comes in clutch. I use that when I'm working out and it predicts if I'm gonna hit a low or if I'm trending a little bit high. Sometimes when I work out, my blood sugars go up instead of down. It really just depends on the workout. But basically, it'll predict where your number is trending and then if it's going low it'll stop the basal insulin to help prevent it or at least cushion the blow and then if it sees i'm running high it'll deliver more insulin to prevent like an extreme high so i really really love that feature of the control iq tandem insulin pump however another thing i don't appreciate is that it is not tubeless i cannot count how many times i've gotten caught on door handles or drawers yeah and it hurts <laughs> like, I obviously knew full and well that this insulin pump had a wire, right? Or a tube. But um, I guess I just, it didn't bother me, you know? And now that I'm, like, been using it for so long, I'm like, okay, like, I kind of want to switch to a tubeless pump, which would be the Omnipod. And another thing with the tandem pump is that you need to be wearing something that you can clip the pump on because like the computer is like a belt clip kind of thing. Like I usually wear pants, so it's not too hard for me to just clip it onto my pants. However, the few very rare times that I've worn a dress, it's a little bit tricky finding where to put it. Like I usually have to put it on like my bra, you know, having to find different ways to clip that onto something because unlike the Anuhad, you just apply it like almost like a CGM. The Tandem Insulin Pump has that tube and computer, little mini computers, so. It also is not waterproof, so you do need to take off the pump when you're showering and swimming. The injection site itself will stay on your body, but the tube and the computer come off. Another thing that I read about the Tandem Pump is that it does need to stay out of direct sunlight for extended periods of times, otherwise it will overheat and when it overheats, it does not deliver insulin until it cools back down. So 
thought that was important to know. Alrighty, I think we can move on to the Omnipod now. So Omnipod offers two different pumps. They have the Omnipod Dash and then the Omnipod 5. The Omnipod 5 is very new and it is basically just an upgraded version of the Dash. I am still learning a lot about this because obviously I have more experience with Tandem, but I have obviously seen Omnipod everywhere. Um, a lot of influencers use them or, you know, T1D influencers. And so let's get into it, or at least the information I was able to find. <laughs> so the Omnipod Dash includes a tubeless insulin pod controlled by a smartphone-like personal diabetes manager. Personal diabetes manager can be abbreviated to PDM. I just learned this recently. So <laughs> the PDM is similar to the Dexcom receiver, I would say. It's touchscreen and it's pretty small. Um, I, I don't know if y'all, most of y'all who use Dexcoms use your phone app. But if you do remember the receiver, it looks like a little like iPod or, you know, something like that. The thing about the Omnipod Dash is that it does not connect and work with the Dexcom like the Tandem Insulin Pump does. Also, the Omnipod 5 upgraded to where it does work with the Dexcom G6. Omnipod 5 is labeled as the first and only tubeless automated insulin delivery system to integrate with the Dexcom G6, which is amazing. It is that loop that you need. I think that that's like one of the best features about the Tandem Pump is that it works with your Dexcom. So your pump knows your blood sugar. It knows based off that number whether to give you more insulin or less insulin. And I appreciate that so much. There's also an Omnipod app and that's how you can administer insulin. So basically with Omnipod, you have your Omnipod app, the insulin pod, and then your Dexcom. And those three things together create this closed loop system that just helps you manage your blood sugars beautifully. The Omnipod 5 is cleared for type 1 diabetics ages 2 and older, and it helps so that you're able to monitor your glucose levels and insulin dosing, all with the option for full control right from your compatible smartphone, or the free controller included in the intro kit, like I said. Both Omnipods hold about 200 units of insulin, which is... 100 units less than the tandem insulin pump. I know I completely did not say very much about the Omnipod versus where I spent like 15-20 minutes talking about tandem, but it's just because I don't know as much. Um, I'm gonna get into like the similarities and differences more in depth now just because that's all I can do. Um, oh, I know that the Omnipod, obviously it's tubeless, but it's on your body like a CGM. So there's no worries about clipping it onto any of your clothes. You can, you're free to wear whatever you want, you know? And it's also waterproof. So you're not removing it to shower or to swim or to work out. Like none of that, you're good to go. Like it's very comparable to a CGM where your CGM stays on your body 24 seven. Well, you know what I mean, 24 seven. You switch it every 10 days and whatever. You get it. Um, <laughs> okay. So both pumps, both the Tandem and the Omnipod, get changed every three days, and they both use rapid-acting insulin only, which is fast-acting insulin. The differences, which I've gone over some of them, but I'll just reiterate, that oh, the Tandem insulin pump needs to be charged, yes. So that little computer needs to be plugged in and charged. Its battery doesn't last very long, if I'm going to be quite honest. I find myself charging it every two to three days, 
which is kind of inconvenient sometimes because it's like I have to time when I'm going to be able to take off my pump to make sure that's charged. Um, yeah. The Omnipod does not need to be charged. That one is just, the pod is good to go, baby. So I love that. Another thing is that Tandem just introduced the concept of controlling insulin delivery from your phone which I'm still a little bit hesitant about just because it's like, okay, what if someone gets your phone and just is like, let's deliver like 10,000 units of insulin. That's a huge exaggeration. That would never happen. But just, you never know, okay? I'm paranoid like that. That is a function that's also available with Omnipod. I, I don't know where I stand. I mean, I like the convenience of it, like being able to just do it from your phone, you know, instead of like a receiver or like the computer for the tandem pump. You know, it's like quick and I use my phone for everything I'm always on my phone so it's just like okay let's do it but at the same time it's like what if I lose my phone what if my phone dies you know like like now that's an other thing I need to be very very on top of and making sure that my phone is with me at all times because it's like what if I'm in a exam or a meeting and it's like I don't want to be rude and pull out my phone and make it look like I'm texting or something but the reality is that I'm just trying to apply insulin, you know, or insert insulin. Why do I keep messing that up? Apply, insert, inject, inject insulin. My God. Okay. It's like, it's almost like I'm not a type 1 diabetic or something. Um, so that's like my only concern with that. Like I get so nervous in the classroom because it's like, I don't want to be disrespectful to my professors or guest speakers. But the thing is like, uh, I need to. <laughs> I'm yeah I'm gonna have my phone out and there is a way for me to like tell my professors ahead of time but it's just like can they really tell whether or not I'm actually doing medicine or if I'm just on my phone you know so it's just like out of courtesy I feel bad in that sense but obviously it's a great function it's a great feature it's it's great okay that's period that's just a me problem <laughs> um oh okay this is something we need to talk about the way that you put in the pumps is so different and it's honestly this the part i'm most afraid of it takes me anywhere between five and 30 minutes to insert a new pump site depending on how afraid i am truly i've had times where i've been like standing there looking in the mirror looking at the place i'm gonna put in the pump and just i can't do it i'm just like looking and i'm like wow okay i'll be like one two three no when mm, like hesitating major <laughs> okay so the tandem site is inserted by hand it's like a i don't even know how to describe it to you but please look up a photo of this like you basically have a like a, it's uh, i really don't know how to explain this it's like <laughs> um i don't even know there's like a a feet like something that helps you put it in but it's the thing is like you know exactly when that needle's going in to leave the the cannula tube in like you are the one who presses that object into your body you know so it's like and it's a pretty big needle i'm not gonna lie it's a pretty big needle and that's why i get scared because i'm like oh my god what if i like hit something i shouldn't what if i hit a nerve what if i hit a like you just start overthinking at least i do I'm sure a lot of other people don't, and that's just a me problem again, but literally, I just, no, 
that part has scared me and I've been using it for a year and to this day I still get nervous when I'm putting in a new pump site. The Omnipod however is an automatic insertion. Why can't I fucking say that word? Insertion? 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 Like, I have been tripping over that word this whole episode. Please do not bully me. Like, I don't even know what it is. I feel like, like, I've definitely said the word before, but for some reason right now in this moment, I'm just gonna blame it on it being early, which is totally not right. Like, it's just me messing up how to pronounce this freaking word. But let's move on. (laughs) So basically, that's automatic. And you don't really know exactly when it'll go in. It's almost like a jump scare of sorts. Basically, when I looked up a video of it, this girl was like putting in a new pump site and you set it all up, right? And then you press a button and it kind of counts down like three, two, one, and then like lags. And it doesn't always lag the same amount of time. So it's really like you never know when that needle's going in. However, Omnipod will tell you whether or not the cannula went in, which I think is amazing because that's been my biggest problem so far with using insulin pumps. It There's a, a feature that lets you know whether or not it's in. So love that. Thanks, Omnipod. <laughs> Getting into some like pros and cons. I'm going to start with the cons so then I can outweigh them with the pros. Okay. The biggest con is insurance. And isn't that just everything with healthcare in America, especially when it comes to medications and devices that help you live? (laughs) Isn't that crazy? Uh, That's going to be a whole nother episode because I have so much to say. But yeah, it's just devastating. I mean, truly, these pumps, depending on your insurance coverage, can either be really affordable or super, super fucking expensive. I can't go into price details because I'm not really sure um, what the expenses are without insurance. I have been so fortunate to have insurance that has covered my insulin pumps. Thank the Lord. Um, I did a little a little search, <laughs> and the Tandem Control IQ T Slim insulin pump, like the little computer itself, can cost anywhere between six and eight thousand dollars. Yeah, that's like three months of rent right there. Uh-huh. Please. Another con, obviously, I've already discussed this. Sites can fail. Like we said, we, yeah, we're in this together. Pump cannulas can kink or bend, and that will prohibit insulin from reaching the body, and that can cause high blood sugars, which is frustrating. So you really have to keep an eye on your blood sugars within the first two hours of putting in a new pump. The tandem pump tells you that. It's like, all right, for the next, like, in two hours, check your blood sugar, you know, to make sure that it's accurate. Which, like, if you have a CGM, you're going to be seeing it over the next two hours, like, constantly, right? Okay, let's talk about the the pros. (sighs) The biggest pro, it replaces daily injections. Yes, way less needles. So while that one single big needle is terrifying it replaces the other like hundred that you use in three days that's also an exaggeration for those of you who are not type 1 diabetics um yeah i i really love that you know it's also one less thing you have to buy i mean i haven't 
I've used maybe the same box of needles for my insulin pen. Like, I don't even use the insulin pen very often, you know? So it's like I don't need to buy the needles for them as often, um, which is great, you know? Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know if that's good to not, like, buy new needles. I'm not a doctor. I'm. Uh, this is experience-based only. Do not listen to me for any medical advice whatsoever. I do not want to get sued. If you have any questions, please refer to your endo. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Another great thing about the pump is that you can extend your bolus. That's the word. Bolus is fast-acting insulin. I was trying to think of it earlier, but I was like, I don't want to say a word and it be wrong, so I'll just like think of it later. Um, yes. So you can split up your insulin dose by like percentages. So say you're eating like a heavy carb meal and you want to deliver a certain amount of insulin at the moment, but then you don't want to get the rest until like later. You can get it up to like two hours later or I think maybe more or less depending on like what you want to do. So for example, say your meal requires 10 units of insulin. You can do say about 65% at the time of eating and then the other 35% in two hours. So that means it would be 6.5 units of insulin now and 3.5 insulin in units of insulin in two hours and your pump will automatically deliver that later amount in the two hours i love it so much oh yeah i'm getting really comfortable so y'all might hear me use some accents and stuff mm, yeah this stays between us because we're besties okay anyways <laughs> um i love this function because it honestly helps a lot because say you're you're eating and your sugar's kind of low then it's like okay i don't want to deliver this all at once because then it's just going to be worse so you can deliver like 55 percent at that time and then the other 44 percent later sometimes i depending on what i'm eating i'll do either in two hours or in one and a half hours really just case by case basis that is just so great because it helps you again manage your blood sugar even better you can do it depending on if you're low, if you're high, if you're in range, like whatever you're feeling. I know that some foods take longer to digest and you don't want to have your insulin hit all at once and the food not even be going through your body, you know? It's like, okay, I'm going to hit a low and then when the food eventually gets digested, I'm going to hit like a super high. So that's why you can split your insulin dose have that little bit right now the rest later you're taken care of that's what i have for my pros and cons i really spent some time thinking and that was all i could come up with so yeah <laughs> there are other forms of insulin therapy as i've mentioned there are insulin pumps there's needle and vial there's also insulin you can inhale almost like a you know how, like, people who have asthma have inhalers? It's almost something like that. I don't know the science behind it. Um, I really don't know that much about the medicine that you can inhale. I just remember when I went into the doctors for the first time, they told me about it. And I'm not even really sure how um, well it works, to be honest. And there's also other things that I'm just not qualified to discuss. So if you have questions about that, definitely ask your endo. I mean, it doesn't hurt to ask, right? Especially if you're afraid of needles. Like, I mean, I don't know. 
I think the only person I've seen use that is god I don't what's her name Breck Bassinger I think that's her name she's like an actress she started on Nickelodeon I don't know if y'all remember the show like Bella and the Bulldogs like that was her I had no clue she was a type 1 diabetic till literally last week I was scrolling and I saw her and then I saw her like it was like an ad for that insulin and I was like oh no way like I've never seen a CGM or a pump on her so I was just blown away I thought that was really interesting and yeah I mean that's really all I have to be honest I hope y'all learned something I mean if y'all have any questions definitely leave a question down below or refer to your endo you know give them a call or a message and ask them like hey how would it be if I got onto this pump or this pump you know really take charge of your management your diabetes management it's you can listen to other people talk about their experiences all you want you can listen to your doctors all you want at the end of the day personally I think that it really depends on what you want what you need what your body specifically needs you know someone could tell me that they have the most amazing experience using insulin pens and I could be like that's great but an insulin pump just more convenient for me personally you know it really just depends on what works for you and you have to advocate for yourself and take charge of your management really be secure in knowing that you know your body more than anyone else no matter how many numbers you see when you visit your doctor they're gonna tell you all your stats and everything you know your body you know what your body needs. Listen to your body and do what's best for it. Okay, well, thank you all so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed these, this episode. I can't wait to talk to y'all again. Um, I hope y'all can follow the pod, rate it five stars, and leave a review. Leave me a question. I am going to try to put another poll on this episode. I did it, I think, on the second episode, asking, like, what kind of insulin um, therapy y'all are on. One person answered saying they're on needle and vial. Whoever answered that, I love you. Thank you so much. <laughs> I hope you guys can answer this poll, too, that I'm going to put on this episode. Um, yeah. I hope y'all have an amazing week. And if you ever need anything, please reach out. Seriously, I am on Instagram and TikTok. I will put my handles in the episode description. If you ever need to talk to someone or if you have any questions, please reach out. I am more than happy to talk. And yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. Let's talk to you next time. XOXO, your diabetic bestie.